Hello there, Meister fans. Welcome to the podcast that explores the minds of those who explore. I'm your host, Ben Shank. Happy New Year to you. I hope you had a great time celebrating with family or friends or all of the above. I was in Sugarloaf, Maine with a fantastic group of people grabbing some pretty good East Coast turns. For those of you who say the East Coast has no snow, you're wrong. There's some snow and there's way more to come. Sugarloaf was pumping snow out of their HKD snow guns. The slopes were completely covered. They still have some more of the mountain to open up but I'm sure they'll get there in no time. Thank you to Sugarloaf for hosting us. We had way too much fun. Right now I'm in Salt Lake City for the Outdoor Retailer Trade Show. Uh, The show's happening January 7th through 10th, and a crowd favorite, our Outdoor Retailer episode where we give away thousands of dollars of free gear. That will be released after that date at some point. If you'd like to know exactly when that episode is released, You can purchase the information on our website. Why is that important? Because this giveaway that we do, which is probably the easiest giveaway known to man or woman, all you have to do is say that you want a piece of gear. The first person that wants it gets it. So by knowing when the episode is released, you can be one of the first people to request that gear. I'll be live tweeting and Instagramming and Facebooking. Uh, So if you'd like to follow along, just follow us on whatever platform you'd like. We are at Mountain Meister, spelled out on Twitter and Instagram. Also, I'll be helping out with this really fun and inspiring project called My Outdoor Story. Hashtag My Outdoor Story. The Outdoor Industry Association is organizing it, and basically they're compiling all of these really amazing outdoor stories from industry professionals and anybody who uh, has been impacted uh, in a positive way by the outdoors. You can follow along or contribute your own outdoor story. Hashtag my outdoor story. Uh, the following sequence of two minute segments is from mountain meisters and industry professionals about their outdoorist beginnings. The first comes from Luis Benitez. The adventure that really shaped my outdoors identity was my first um, ascent of Cotopaxi in Ecuador. Um, it's a glaciated, at the time, semi-dormant volcano, now an active volcano in Ecuador, about three hours outside of Quito, and I was 14 at the time. So taking a 14-year-old over 19,000 feet, I, I pity my uncle, who was uh, my guide at the time, uh, threw up the whole way up, had a massive headache the whole way down. But, you know, as we were climbing in the middle of the night and I could look out and see the heat lightning over the jungle and the wind and the creaking of the glacier and crossing crevasses in the dark and reaching the crater rim right at sunrise, I, I was hooked. And I knew that high altitude mountaineering and, and that environment um, would, would remain a constant in my life. And not only has it, but I often find that a lot of the metaphorical lessons that I look for in, in leadership, in business, and in how to drive um, the outdoor industry forward, I, I definitely turned to the mountains to, to shape that philosophy and that thought process. So that was a, a very special um, experience for me and one that I, I think back to uh, quite often.
That was Luis Benitez. He's the first director of Colorado's Outdoor Recreation Industry Office. You can find out more about the work that they do at advancecolorado.com slash OREC. Our next story comes from Peter Metcalf, the CEO of Black Diamond Equipment and a board member of the Outdoor Industry Association. I really was smitten by it and very quickly got to go on some extended backpacking trips with my troop leaders, some uh, skiing up in the presidentials, hiking and skiing. And the troop leader realized that I was trying to scramble up everything I saw. I thought I'd kill myself. And so he invited me when I was 14 in the spring of 1970 on a um, AMC beginner rock climbing weekend in the Shuangungs. And that was phenomenal. Went a couple of times. And then in the fall of 1970, there was a TV show, one hour special. I think it was called like Journey to the Limits or something. I just happened to watch it. And it was on this relatively new mountaineering school that had just started in the Wind Rivers of Wyoming by a guy named Paul Petzl, a legendary mountaineer called Knowles, the National Outdoor Leadership School. I watched that thing and I just told my parents, I have to go. I'm going to work all winter. I'm going to save every penny, but I got to go to this five-week mountaineering school. And they were super supportive because they thought I was going to go kill myself. And uh, anything that might prevent that was fine by them. So in early June, right after getting out of school of 1971, hopped on a flight, never been west before, to Denver. And then another puddle jumper that landed at Riverton, Laramie, I mean, all over. I think it landed five times before it finally landed in Lander, Wyoming, 1971 and did that five-week mountaineering course in the winds um, with Paul Petzl, Don Peterson, who just gotten off a Tissac half dome with Royal Robbins. And that changed my life. It, at the end of that, I hitchhiked up to the Tetons, climbed Baxter's Pinnacle, the Grand, and other things. I was 15 at the time and committed myself to a life of climbing. Peter Metcalf, he's the CEO of Black Diamond Equipment. He's also Meister number 135, if you'd like to hear more from him. Next up, we have Shelton Johnson, who's a ranger at the National Park Service, uh, specifically for the last 20 years at Yosemite. He's Meister 126, if you'd like to listen to more of him. I'm a military kid. So even though I grew up in Detroit, I grew up in a lot of other places as well. So I lived in Germany. I went to kindergarten in Germany. I went to the first and second grade in London, England. And when we lived in Germany, my dad was stationed at Rammstein Air Force Base. We had a family trip to Berchtesgaden, which is in the Bavarian Alps. And I never forgot that memory of being in the Alps, being in the mountains, and seeing clouds beneath my feet, and seeing snow, and feeling the, cold, the coldness of the air as it was blowing through me. And seeing the light, because, you know, you're so much closer to the sky. The sky is not just above you when you're in the mountains. The sky is below you. It's to every side. And there was this sense of that I was part of the sky. I felt like I was in the realm of the gods. It was just an absolutely profound experience to be five years old and to be in a mountaintop in in the Bavarian Alps. Well, I never forgot that experience. And so when I was growing up in Detroit, I had all these memories of being in the mountains. And every time I, I was watching television, and I saw anything having to do with mountains, I felt I gravitated to that imagery, and I felt that that place was some place that either I had been or will return to. I mean, that's, that's the kind of connection that I had, and it was, that connection was forged by my parents just by 
having me and my brother right there in uh, southern Germany and taking us to Bavaria. If that hadn't happened, we wouldn't be having this conversation. No one in my high school, no one in my junior high school, no family that I ever met growing up in inner city Detroit ever visited a national park. No one, no one that I talked to ever even talked about national parks. It never came up in a conversation. It never came up in a conversation, even in school. I don't even remember hearing about national parks when I was in the public schools in Detroit. They didn't exist. To hear more of Shelton's story and his poetic delivery, he's Meister number 126. Go listen to that. Our final story comes from Amy Roberts. She's the executive director of Outdoor Industry Association. That kind of... um changed my path um, in terms of careers. I think a lot of people in the industry share a similar story where I was a journalist and then I had worked in politics and I worked for a technology company and all of those were great experiences that definitely led me to where I am today. But then at some point in my early 30s, I thought, you know, I really have this opportunity to take a year off. And so I was able to spend a year climbing quite a bit in Red Rocks in Nevada. Um, I was able to do some smaller peaks in Nepal, was able to do some climbing in France. Um, And then I was able to spend the summer mostly in Yosemite and on the east side in the Sierras climbing. And so that experience um, really left a profound impact on me. And when I came back to Colorado, I knew that I wanted to work in the outdoor industry and I wanted to take those skills that I had developed being a journalist, working in politics, working um, in government affairs for a technology company and see whether or not I could bring that passion for the outdoors into how I spent my time at work and then being able to advocate on behalf of those public lands, on behalf of the industry. To see and hear more from this project, check out hashtag MyOutdoorsStory. You can also share your own on social media using that hashtag. Don't forget to check out our 2016 goals episode and create your own. Write them down and share them with the Meister community on our website, mtnmeister.com. And finally, stay tuned for our upcoming outdoor retailer gear giveaway episode, which will be released on... A mystery date and time, but you can purchase that if you'd like. Go to our website. You can buy the date and time of this episode's release, which will increase your chances. As usual, enjoy doing the rest of whatever else you do while you listen to the podcast that explores the minds of those who explore. I'm your host, Ben Shank, and thanks for listening to Mountain Meister. Mountain Meister.